We're going to change tack, though. We're, we're we, little... we can't stay away from footy for too long. We can't. And I, I can't, for that matter. I mean, there's only so much other sports I can deal with, but I've got to go back to the... You got to go part of, of sport in this well, country. If Clarkson's going back to work, then on footy, then so are we. So are we. So uh, look, this month uh, the AFL draft is going to happen, and it's going to be so very exciting. North have got uh, every pick uh, three, in, in it, so I mean they're going to be major players. So you're very excited by it. Well, I think we. I think we're in a good position. You don't stuff it up this time. We didn't stuff it up. Like well, you got the you guy know, that left. So you know my feelings on that, mate. He's just a young kid, and um, if he needs to be at home. Yes. That's fine. He's, he's still... He's, he's a kid. What are you making Zach's... Uh, what's his Zerhaz thing? Oh, that's... I think that's just tongue-in-cheek. I okay. think they would... If anything, they'd still be... Was that an old photo? No, I wouldn't worry about that. I don't think Zerhaz going too hard. He's just having a bit of fun, I'm oh. sure. It's, it's coming back at him as well, so... If North play Port Adelaide in round one... It's uh, nothing to do with anything. It would be sensational. No. No, Port Adelaide by 200 points, but anyway. <laughs> hey, but uh, some of the superstars uh, who are at the top echelon of the AFL draft come from Sandringham Dragons. And the former coach uh, of the Dragons is Josh Burke, and he's also uh, now the senior coach of the Bow Morris Football Club, which is fantastic to uh, get you back there, Berkey. Oh, I'm very excited to be back there, Jack. It's a... It's a bit of a homecoming of sorts, to be honest. It certainly is. Uh, who else just signed there? Milne. Milne, yes. Milne, yeah, man, Milne's gone back there as well, so that's fantastic as well. Well, congratulations. No, thanks very much, mate. Yeah, oh, well, no, yeah, good. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell us, uh, well, what led you to this? Um, I mean, you've obviously been coaching for a lot of years now, and I remember you coaching my brother's team uh, way back, what was it, 2008? So you've had a long journey. Uh, yes, that's, that's one way to word it. <laughs> Jack, I was this thing. I've got good news for Was though. I um, I think with any luck, North Melbourne will take Wardlaw in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and watching George up close this year at St Kevin's College, mate, he's uh, he's a special talent. He, he, he's a bit rare. He's sort of um, there's, there's a propensity for all the recruiters to sort of go for these big bodied mids. George is probably only just one eighty, um, but. There is there is impact about the way he plays. He's a really exciting prospect, actually. So, um, with any luck, was you might get him, and you might be laughing. Well, when we look at that, do, do you see obviously pick two and three, but we lose Horn Francis? Do you? Where did you see that as a, a win? Oh, it's hard to know, isn't it? I don't mm. think anyone's got a good read on Horn Francis and what he actually can do. It seems like this. There's been a number of distractions and sort of hiccups this year. Um, but it's, you know, it's interesting. Ashcroft is a super player. Like, he, he's a super talent and will have impact at AFL level straight away. But um, I, I, I really like those impactful midfielders, like yep. the ones who you notice are playing. And I reckon what North will do, which I think is pretty exciting, is they've got some... Good. Uh, they'll have some good possession winners, type midfielders like Uniaki just wraps them up. Um, where I think there's a bit of a point of difference with Wardlaw's sort of power and explosion. You know, yep. Wardlaw's only short, but he can sit on the pack and um, he can kick goals. He's, he's a bit more. Uh, by no means am I saying he is Dustin Martin, whoops, yep. but he's a bit more that type. Ooh, oh, very nice. Now you might have heard me at the top of the show about Jason going back, and you've coached young men going into the system. Uh, I think even as a North person, we've been very hard on him. Do you see the, the 
children in these players? Do you see the kids and, and part side of it, or, or are they? Yeah, no, mate. It's a re- I reckon that's a really tough question. I, I think the system, as a rule, has got far better at recognising um, the person as well as the athlete. I think that's something that's far more deliberate now in AFL clubs. And I actually test. I sort of test the change in coaching. You look at. The premiership winners since 2016, they're coaches who build strong relationships. Um, you know, Scott nearly being the outlier this year, where I know, I know from sort of internal reputation, he's pretty hard and a bit old school. But the rest have been really strong relationship coaches. So I think the system is, is far better at recognising that, that, that they are people, they're not just robots. That, that said, you know, I think it's, a, it's an interesting sort of question about club culture and, you know, it w- w- would it happen at a different club, right? If, if a young interstate kid gets drafted to Sydney, how many of them leave? Um, how many return home from a Richmond or, or, or a Collingwood? So I, I, I'm not blaming the club as such. I'm just saying there's a piece there, I reckon, about how you welcome them in and how you support them. And I, I know clubs are working hard at that, but that's probably still an area to improve on. And you talk about relationship coach coaches, uh, then by all rumours and, and word, James Hurd should be probably the next off off the rank. Of, he's one of the best at that, I, I believe. Uh, probably not as a head coach, I was. I wouldn't have thought. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, they, oh, I think... We, we, oh, hey, it's, it, it, it's, it's decisions far beyond me to make, but... Um, I get that, but I just sit there and go, there's got to be a reality around what he was in charge of and mm. oversaw. Um, and to be honest, I, I, I'd, I'd be shocked if the AFL would ever tick off on him being a head coach again. Could he do something else? Could he be a senior assistant for a while? Could he even run a footy department later in life, maybe? But, gee, I, I don't know, as the figurehead, you know, it, it was a fair error in judgment, wasn't it? Yeah, yes, certainly was. Uh, now, tell us. Uh, obviously, you, you probably didn't coach uh, Will uh, that closely, but uh, by my understandings, uh, before before you saw him, uh, he couldn't kick over a jam tin, tin and run out uh, out of sight on a uh, frosty night. Uh, but uh, Will Ashcroft, uh, tell us about him, mate. And uh, is he as good as uh, Nick Dacos and uh, all the raps that people have made about him? Oh, mate, I'm not, did you know what, Jack? I'm, I don't know that I'm the best to talk about. Well, oh, mate, he's a serious player, and, and, and that's, I think, obvious. Like, even his VFL stuff this year was you know, pretty impressive. Like, he's gone straight into, you know, playing senior games against men, and he's had an impact. That, that, that says something. I, I don't think he's your... He's not that real flashy wow player. He's just going to rack them up. They're, I reckon he's a bit like Walsh. Now, I don't think that's... Um, that's by no means a knock. Like, God, Sammy Walsh. We'd all, we'd all have Sammy Walsh roll around, wouldn't we? Yes. Um, but I think that's the type of player where... But, mate, you, can, I, can I be honest, Jack? You never know. Like, I, I sat there and watched Dacos last year at NAB League level a couple of times... And I had a good chat. I've got a really good relationship with Jai Bond, who's the talent manager at Oakland. You know, I was starting St Kevin's role, so Jai and I talk um, a fair bit, mate. We both doubted. We knew he was a good player. Don't get me wrong, Jack. Like in that draft class, 
he, he was probably the best player and he was always going to be a talent don't don't get me wrong but did I think he'd have impact like that Nick Dacos at AFL level last year personally my view no way I thought his size is going to be prohibitive he's not super super quick he's a good runner he's not top end running how's he going to get the ball you know what I mean How, how's he going to find space how's he going to win a contest mate you know he, he proved me wrong. Is that, um, is that where coaching comes into it then, Josh? I mean, uh, with Fly putting him on the halfback flank at the very early stages and then moving him around uh, later in the year? Oh, I, I think incredibly astute coaching, you know, with that. Like, in the midfield, I think he would have struggled, to be honest, to, to come in straight away and have an impact. Play him at halfback, he, he gets some easy ball there, gets to use his kicking, gets some confidence, and all of a sudden... I think not only you saw him growing confidence, but his teammates wanted to give him the ball. Mm. Jack, mate, I think it's a great example of, you know, sort of astute coaching to integrate them and see a different role for them in the, at that in that level. Yeah. And let's get uh, to your level. Is there is there one that you've seen over the last few years that just it didn't make it that you thought should have and is now probably maybe playing down there at, uh, at the Sharks. At the Sharks. <laughs> Oh, do, do, do you know? <laughs> do you know, that's a good question, though. Was do, do you know what's interesting, mate? And, and this is a, a real positive. I've actually found the opposite, and I think coaches behave a bit like that. Like we tend to see the deficiencies in players was, and I, I, I certainly have been proved wrong the other way a number of times. I've coached players and gone, I just don't think they do that well enough. They don't do that well enough. They don't do that well enough. And then watched them at AFL level and gone, oh, I had this completely wrong. Two, two examples that stand out straight away. Um, mate, Braden Hand, I, I, I was telling recruiters, you can't go near him. Do you know what I mean? He's gone on and played 60-odd AFL games and Ford's out, I know he got to listed this year, but Ford's out, something of a career. Um, Lace Vandermeer at Western Bulldogs, I, I coached those guys in the Young Guns program. Um, both times I said, nah, not good enough. But they, you know, recruiters see something, they get developed. I think it's it's very rare that there's a lay down bazaar to get drafts and they don't get picked up because the, the good players find a way and the recruiters are so thorough. So they just don't miss many. That's just the reality of the system there. Very good. And uh, did you have much to do with Harry Sheasel? Oh, mate, again, not really, no, not only really. from a distance. Yeah. Um, but. Oh, I know, mate, super talent, and his ability to find the goals is pretty special. So he's, um, yeah, very modern forward, isn't he? That small medium who can jump up, take a mark, but good on the ground. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be very exciting. Who, who do you follow in AFL? Uh, well, was I'm a Collingwood man. Hence, oh. um, watching the hate cost very closely. <laughs> I heard, I heard the collective side then, Jack. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> well, we, everyone enjoyed watching them last, this this year. Oh, mate, I thought they were so well well coached. Like I, uh, you know, in my own coaching, I sort of was very shaped by Richmond, probably in 2017. When I was starting to take head coaching roles and sort of step up how I thought the game should be played and kind of developed my own philosophy. So I was really shaped by that Richmond, of which... Fly was one of the senior assistant coaches. Yeah, I, I see a lot of that in Collingwood. We probably kick the ball a little bit more than Richmond used to. Richmond used to be pretty aggressive by hand because of their lack of height. Um, 
where Colin would probably kick a bit more. But it's exciting to watch. Like it's it's aggressive offense and aggressive defense, which is good to watch. We're not we're not retreating. We're not going back. Yeah, I, I think he set us up really well. I, I actually this year coaching St Kevin's College first eighteen. We had a really good look at the um, Queen's birthday win for Collingwood. And one of the things that stood out was Taylor Adams looking inside, biting off a 45. Mind you, Taylor, I think we'd all bit Taylor kicking is not Taylor's greatest strength. And they were 26 points down. And that was, I think there's about five to go in the second quarter. Jack would be reliving this with great yeah, pleasure. Yeah, listen, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's hurting. It's hurting. I, I'm enjoying this story, yeah. watching him. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Evans looks inside, just goes over the player's head. He misses, like he's being aggressive, but he misses. Ball transitions up the other end of Collingwood. Collingwood sort of swoop on loose ball, I kick a goal. And then from the centre bounce, kicked another goal. I think it went in a half time. I think it was about 14 points. Might have even got down to 13 or 12. And we talked about that as a group at St Kevin's, about your way has to be your way. When you've, when you've trained and you, you've got a system, you've got to be, you know, and you look at England with... Um, Baz coaching and Baz McCullum now being brave enough to win, not worrying about losing. And as a Collingwood supporter, that's what I saw. We were brave enough to win. We took the game on, which was thrilling to watch as a, as a supporter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, nearly got you there too. Nearly got you there. You would have put, yeah, wouldn't have put up, would have put up more of a fight than the Swans deal in grand final. That's for, that's for sure. I don't doubt that, mate. I don't doubt that. That was a bit of a fizzer, wasn't it? <laughs> can, can I ask you this? Did you enjoy, and I've asked, uh, we've had a few uh, coaches on and play, AFL players on since grand final. Did you enjoy the game? I enjoyed that it was perfect for one time. Oh, do you know, do you know what's funny about that was? I, I, I reckon I enjoyed, and I'm not saying this just because Jack's there, mate, I reckon I enjoyed Melbourne's third and half of the fourth probably more. Yep. Like, it was just so... Because there was pressure. Do you know what I mean? So yep. I... The, the, the lack of um, game pressure. So forget physical pressure and, you know, defensive pressure from Sydney. There was no game pressure in the grand final. Like, there was never a moment, really, what what were we against? Five minutes in and it was pretty, you know, it was looking pretty dire already. So I, I thought that when there's that going on, you, you, you take risk, you take game on and I agree they were that Geelong was fantastic. But there's not that pressure of, you know, this kick misses, this is going on. It's, there's not those mental demons. Now, I thought the Deans against the Dogs, uh, what an amazing mentality to be in that position, be, being pushed and then just put the foot down and play some of the best footy we've ever seen. Mm. I thought that was pretty remarkable given... The pressure of the moment, um, in, in my eyes, anyway, was yeah. yeah you're back in his, you're back in his good books now, good, and yeah, you're yeah, smiling yeah. again. <laughs> very good. Yeah, it's good to know that the payment went through, Josh. <laughs> it did, mate. It did. <laughs> uh, so, how far for the Sharks next year, mate? Have you looked into it? And what's more exciting, um, the the season ahead or working with Milne? <laughs> Milne will be fun. We know that about Stephen. He'll be good fun, and he's he's impact culturally terrific. Like the boys. Um, yeah. Certainly, oh, you know, you think as a young player to be down there and getting, you know, Ford craft from Milne, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty special. Uh, we're we're really optimistic. We've put together, um, you know, I don't know how many local coaches you're speaking to, Jack. So I'll be careful, but you know, we've we've put together really 
probably the best coaching panel in local footy, which is largely outside of who I am. It's about the quality of the assistant coaches because you just don't normally get to line that many good coaches up. It's hard to do. Budget-wise, it's tough. So for me to sit there and go, you know, my, my midfield coach is Nick Moody, who's been senior coach at, you know, at the Sandy Dragons. You know, my, my backline coach is Mick Lovejoy, who's... Oh, he's, you know, he's everywhere, man. He coached me. He's, he's fantastic. He's a coaching legend in the area. Coach O grade Amos, senior midfield coach at Dragons, backline coach ten years. Like it, it, it's pretty rare. And then you go, oh well, yeah, we'll throw Milne in, you know, as the Fords coach. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, you know, so it, it, it's a pretty rare position to be in to have such good support as a head coach and. Um, you know w- what it's done, which is terrific for the club. Is it just players? Players actually attack and contacting us. Like, you know they want to be part of it. They're mm. like, oh, you know, can, can we come across? Because this sounds like it's going to be a pretty exciting journey. So there's a lot of hard work to be done, but you know we're incredibly excited about you know what's coming up. Yeah, no, how, do you, how do you uh, sort of switch off like coaching? I mean, I've co- I coached third division reserves team and I couldn't switch off how, how do you switch off uh, uh, or, or can you it's a, a very good question I'm, Jack's going to laugh I'm, I'm five minutes away from hanging out from you guys because I've got a meeting yes, yes. I've, got, yep. I've got a footy club meeting tonight so um, oh, it's difficult and I think oh, it, it's funny I, I, we're going to get a bit deep here was I probably don't watch anywhere near as much footy as other people now um, because you know like I so I I coach I run a small business that does coaching development um, with junior coaches I present PD to junior coaches um, my head is in footy you know so often that I found probably since I got the Dragons job three and a half four years ago I don't watch a lot of AFL unless I really want to unless it's a, you know it's a big game and um, or socially, you know, I'm going. You're going out with catching up with mates or something. So, I think that's probably one way for me. I don't just sit there and consume footy. Mm. Um, but that's a, that's a tricky one because there's it, it, sort of good and bad to that. Like I, I love the game. I absolutely love the game, and I love watching a great game. It does. I don't want to say you fall out of love with it, but certainly you start to view it differently. You process it as. Um, nearly more as a product was when you watch it. You know, you're watching what teams are doing, you're watching what players are doing, you're, you're analysing how they're moving the footy and how's that different. Oh, what, what, you know, what would we do here and what could we do there? And that's not to say you overanalyse it, but you do end up thinking about it on a different mm. level when you're coaching. So, um, yeah, I probably, probably, probably watch less than I used to. Fair enough. Well, at least, I mean, with, with the group you've got together now, you, don't need to. you are going to enjoy your coaching next year. That's that's a guarantee. So. Oh, mate, that's uh, spot on. Like, it's nice to sit there and go, mate, you know, we're all good friends socially. You know, the, the coaches that we've got together, we're, you know, we're, we're our mates, first and foremost. But, um, oh, you know, I've got, which is a nice position to be in, because, you know, at St Kevin's, coaching St Kevin's, college this year, mate, great school, really well set up. But again, you know, I was working with the teachers there and some really good footy people, but they don't know me as a coach. They don't know what I want. They don't know how I set up my teams and, and, and that I was constantly working with them for their learning and for me to, you know, explain this is what we do. 
where, mate, for me to walk in with two coaches who know me, you know, inside and out as a coach, know exactly how I coach, know what I want to coach, made it, to be honest, it just it makes my job a lot easier was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, takes a lot of pressure off me. Well, hey, we'll let you Not get to your sharks. meeting, Josh. Uh, look, it's been fantastic to uh, catch up, mate, and uh, good luck with the Sharks. No doubt we'll have you on uh, later in the year, or probably early next year. Oh, th- thank you very much, Jack. Was when um, when North Melbourne drafts Wardlaw, mate, you guys can ring me up, then we'll have a chat about it. Oh, Sounds good. Definitely will, mate. Definitely will. Thanks for your <laughs> time, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Gents. See ya. <laughs> See you later. Josh Burke, uh, former coach of the Sandringham Dragons and now the new coach of the Bomoro Sharks. Putting club in the ammos.